Welcome to Brain City Supercars. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Dan. <laughs> still guess, gone. That's right. You know where Dan is? Rehab. Rehab in Thailand. <laughs> it's a good place for him, actually. I mean, that, that's the only place that the government approved. What's well, that ele- elephant sanctuary? That's actually true. He has a thing for elephants. You know, a funny thing about Dan, he actually used to work in a circus. He was for peanuts? the bearded lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an interesting situation at once, but he's he's different now. But yeah, that's where he's he's in uh, Thailand. I'm I'm Jason. Like I said, I am uh, filling in for Dan while he's uh, on his stint of rehab. He will be back in what like three four months. Let's hope not. I mean, let's hope so. Oh, we're, we're taking a vote. If if I mean, most people would like you to stay. Well, you know what though? That's there's funny. a lot of people that like me to leave. It's so. funny you said that because I went ahead and I submitted my own online poll. Did you? And uh, seven people, including you, you my are, family, you do like to you know submit your poll online. I do. Well, you know what? First of all, that's how we met. <laughs> Second of all, don't judge <laughs> on Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, on yeah. Chopper. Yeah. Okay, that'll yeah. come up later. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, as always, we're broadcasting from Drivers Cub, brought to you by Haggerty Insurance, uh, Rainier Beer, Carter Subaru, and Avance. But, uh, you know, we've missed Dan. I don't. I, mean, you don't I do, Dan? but I don't. Why? I do because Dan needed the help that he got. It's not the help that he wanted. He's getting, it was the help he getting, needed. Yeah, well. Yeah. Again, court ordered. Well, but you know what? Most things are with Dan. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> it's that smuggling incident we know about, too. So, Well, yeah. that's, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, and as usual, and people know this, uh, Dan always comes up with the Carter Subaru tip of the day, so they're much more detailed. So we'll make one up for <laughs> so him. So we'll make one up. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, no, actually, this question came from me because it was uh, off of our episode we did with uh, Blake a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about coming into the winter and rotating your tires and how a lot of cars these days have the TPS sens- TP- TPMS sensors and the, and the tire pressure monitoring. And if you, when you're rotating your, your tires, a lot of times your cars know where the sensors should be, and therefore you need to have somebody that is a registered person or has the computer system to do it. And I was talking to Blake about that, and like my Subaru doesn't have it, but a lot of the higher-end cars do apparently, where if you rotate your tires, you then have to go back into the system and tell the computer that everything is fine and the, 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 the actual pucks are on the right wheels. So I kind of learned that from Blake, just simple, because I was talking about rotating the tires on the Subaru, and that kind of came up. So if you have an advanced car and you make sure when they, and somebody rotates your tires or you have somebody do it or you do it yourself, make sure that you have that system to, you know, to get it reset. Oh. Yeah. You know what? This is what I love about you, Nick. You are just a, a plethora of information. Of pulling crap out of my ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I can't even spell plethora. You know That's that. That's great. Well, let's talk about our guest today. Mm, Tyler Bratwurst. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Tyler Bratwurst, the inventor <laughs> of Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer Wieners, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the king of the Wieners. <laughs> yeah, it's German. We too, we met him on Chopper too. Yeah, yeah indeed. So d- for those that don't know, Chopper is an online dating app, and uh, that's how I <laughs> well, met it's Nick. Go- it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We maybe shouldn't be bringing this up. This might be a million-dollar idea that we're yeah. not coming. Or a yeah. thou- we'll be thousandaires after this. It's like farmers yeah. only, but Chopper's going to be for helicopter pilots. <laughs> so like seven members? <laughs> seven, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Six to nine. Yeah, it's, I mean, there'll have to be a three-way in there somewhere, <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, yeah. Tyler, thanks for coming in. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we've actually never met before, even though yeah. we, we, you know, you're an Avance member. Uh, Amanda f- talks about you to this day. Apparently, she met you at uh, an Avance event, and you showed her how to properly drive on a on a course. Yeah, so uh, it was Evergreen Autocross, and because of Avance, um, I found Rain City Supercar podcast and immediately subscribed. And it's been great to uh, listen to all the shenanigans of some of the people I've worked with in the past, like Alan Hartman used to be on the Forza team, and some other folks. Sean was my neighbor for years in Ar- oh, up I in Arlington. Sorry. I didn't yeah. know that. So all these connections all over the place. So the fun thing, like social media and just awareness of things, especially with these podcasts, you get to know each other uh, without actually even meeting that person. And so I knew a little bit about Amanda enough, and I knew a little about about the Drivers Club and a little bit about this that she pulled up pretty late to the autocross when we all had Amanda tech. was oh, late wait. Yeah. yeah, let's that's pause so, for a yeah, second. Hold on. Yeah, that's this a really is good interesting. point. That's probably the first like, time that's ever like happened. Like everything we've ever done with Amanda, she's always late. So yeah. it's interesting <laughs> that she would show up late. So is she late to the finish she, line she as well? Oh, well? She was early for no the next comment. She was early for the next time. So, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I walked up and uh, being kind of a, a fan of Porsches and being aware of the car just uh, 
introduce myself and uh, ultimately was able to help get her around the track. It was evergreen. You made her day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You absolutely yeah. made her day. This is what I love about yeah. your your your. <laughs> You're so humble. It's like, oh, yeah, so anyway, so Amanda showed up, and she was just like, hey, can I please uh, late. just like – She showed up late. Yeah, late. Yeah. Can I just sit down with you, and maybe you can, I don't know, show me around the track? And then if I recall, I think you took first. Yeah, we were up there um, first for quite a while. It, the funny thing is uh, Jen and I both have these Teslas, and, and they're so new to us. My very first time out there, I had not even made a car payment on it yet. So the fun thing with Evergreen. That's hey, the first <laughs> thing you do with the car. <laughs> yes. I made a payment. You know what we should do? Yeah. Take this racing. And then yeah. not make yeah. the next yeah. payment. Yes, yeah. exactly. So the the best part about Evergreen is that it's on an actual racetrack with the drifters. They got the rubber. And then the stock cars with all the oil being dropped from all the impact collisions. So. It now is you a just dynamic. have battery acid yes, all over the street. exactly. Lithium ion fires and, you know. Mm. so Dogs um, and cats yeah. living together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, okay. gasoline engines and EVs. Yeah. So. And you won, you, you, were, you were in first place for a yeah, while, for, right? Yeah, for a while. So yeah, who there, stole that from you? Uh, there's a very talented uh, racing instructor named Rocky <laughs> huh. that comes okay. out and kills it mm. every single weekend. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was going for there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so um, the he funny thing is. He seems to be avoiding that Oh, no, we'll get to it. Yeah, let's be clear on who's really taking the lead. Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, seriously, well, I'll tell take you a what. tip from me. You don't want to sleep in the garage oh. tonight, okay? <laughs> She's yeah. better You're than you. You're gonna sleep with your Tesla? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's a channel on that site for you. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> so um I took home the trophy. And Congratulations. So essentially at the end of it, uh she did one well, tenth one tenth quicker than me on the on the last session, but she hit a cone on I think one of that last cones and so it disqualified the run and so it's one of those weird things where i want a trophy she wants a trophy but there's only so many trophies so it's a fun kind of competitive thing that we go out and uh beat other uh you know frankly some race prep cars and these bone stock cars with all seasons and, and yeah these uh, people that show up with gt3 rs yeah and like, oh, I can well, do this and, and being one tenth quicker is kind of a thing like damn like most guys are most <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring that back yeah. around. Sorry, yeah. I just, in, I just yeah. in Thailand for a thing. One tenth, <laughs> ooh, a thing. Oh, oh look wow! Who showed up, okay. Tyler. Yeah, well, Thank okay, you. that works. That works. I'll tell you. Well, no, but I mean, it's it's funny in the fact that um, we always talk about it in, in Rain City Supercars how closely it is. In the fact that we've never met, but you know, you know, Sean. Okay, positive, negative, but you know, and then uh, big he's got a viper, so. He Take does, it as you, will. you know, which are great, yeah, straight. Yeah. yeah, but here's the problem with Vipers. They're, they're meant to be midlife crises, and he's well, long past midlife. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Sean's like 30. You're 30, right, Sean? He's been yeah, – he was 30 quite a few years ago. Oh, you mean in the 30s? <laughs> in the 30s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it like when they invented dirt, Sean? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. That's not even nice. Lincoln wouldn't even appreciate that joke. <laughs> Lincoln? The president? Too soon, man. <laughs> Too soon, man. <laughs> Too soon. soon. Oh. Too soon. Yeah. Dang it. But I how was I the gotta pl- work on my But material. how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Oh. oh. Of course you went there. Yeah, I did. Gosh. Yeah. That's so the way it sensitive. goes. Yeah. So Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself and the fact. Let's let's go back. I mean, where are you from? You know, what did you want to be when you grew up? What's your favorite color? <laughs> Blood type. Things like that. Yeah. Uh so I I'm from the Seattle area. I grew up. You know, I was born in Seattle and grew up in Everett and then uh, eventually moved up to Arlington and graduated high school there. So I had uh, kind of only high school to accumulate time with other people who have been around one another. So um, I grew uh, a liking of aviation from, I think, birth and was always aspiring to be a professional pilot. And the way it worked out, uh, I'm just a private pilot at this point. Was it always aviation? I mean, were you into yeah, cars when you were absolutely. a kid so too? That was, that was number one. So the second thing was racing and race cars more than cars that you would go to a car show and look at. So I've always had an affinity for things that come out on track and as a priority um, a couple of years ago, Jen and I got to go to the Nürburgring and we got to catch a four hour endurance race. And, and the fun thing we're going through that, uh, GP track is that it's pretty much wide open and you can walk into a team's stall and take tires if you were so brave, but no one's watching any <laughs> nice the, souvenir. Yeah. yeah. Hey, get back yeah, here. No, it's mine. Yeah. German prison prison is amazing. <laughs> amazing. I know. Yeah, yeah. It just cause Angela Merkel will tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, some of the local tracks, you sign waivers just to even get close to anything. And, and we were just out of nowhere walking through pit stalls with light. I have a great video of, you know, the start of this race, essentially. All the cars are coming, bombing through the pit lane. And we're just standing in the middle of it. We walked out in the, the start-finish line before the race. And 
So that's my type of car show right there, seeing cars get just, you know, wrecked and punished on and beat yeah, on and just used. Me yeah. Meaning, you know, driven. And, and so um, looking outside here and seeing actual race cars in, in the driver's club is what we're looking at right now um, is so uh, inspiring for me to, you know, one day if I had the means to be a part of that club, uh, definitely would love to do that. But for now I am uh, very happy with my, my Tesla model three performance. So sounds like it's working pretty well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, as long so as you, you know, <laughs> make the payments. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, turn on autopilot and you set the uh, seat back and take a nap and you're good to go. Is that go. how you wanted autocross? You yeah, turned on yes, autopilot? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go so Tesla, latest, go. Oh, latest over the update, or over the year update, actually, they added cone detection. So, uh, you know, it's autocross mode right there. Oh, that Great. sounds awesome. Thank you, Elon Musk. I, I told, that. I said it in the last week's episode. I'm really worried about that update, like where your car will come to you, like out of a parking spot. I don't know. I've seen yeah. a lot of videos on it. It seems to work. Yeah, the summon I, is I, hilarious. I, I, know it's, I know it works. I did that until in the, some like old lady. What? You did. I got some more whiskey for you. Oh, you're gonna be walking out of here on your lips. Yeah. Yeah. Which ones? Which? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get a little bit farther into this aviation and uh, how that kind of led to some really new things in life. Okay. Yeah. Be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. Hi, thanks for thanks for hanging out, waiting for us as we get through our our paid sponsors. This is Jason. Bathroom break. Oh, sorry. Uh, what? Uh, oh, you is, you were gone for a while, Nick. Well, it's, it's, I'm not eating carbs anymore. That's right. You're not. Went you're right on the keto them. diet. Ugh, it's, yeah, I yeah. won't talk about it. I'm a, I'm impressed. You look great. You've lost what, like three, four pounds? That was quick. <laughs> You know, the great thing about me losing weight is I will find it, so it's okay. I don't know if that's true this time. Actually, you know, for those listeners at home, you'd be amazed at what Nick looks like. He's lost a, at least a stone, three or four pounds at least. It's pretty impressive. What is a stone? How many pounds is a stone? Uh, you know, I think, it's a, I think it's subjective. I think it's what, whatever you want to make it, Nick. So what do you feel like you've lost? Go ahead. Give me a number. Ten pounds. You've lost a stone. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Okay. I think it's, it's 10 one, or 12 pounds. It's one quarter of a refrigerator. Oh, see? One quarter of a refrigerator. Yeah. Americans yeah. refuse to use anything but the metric system. Oh, that's good. Well, thank you so much for waiting for us to come back after our, our long commercial break. We're here with Tyler. Thank you, Tyler, for joining yeah. us today. Nick, of course, it's always good to have you on my show. Glad to be here. <laughs> 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 we, what, what are you gonna? What are you two gonna call it? The bro- Boryog and the Bratwurst, or oh, what? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're still waiting for for Dan to get out of rehab, but as soon as that happens, then I will be replaced once again, and then I will wait until the but next you'll time. You'll always be in our hearts. I will indeed. But you know, actually, here's the thing: Dan actually, is a repeat could, offender. He'll be back. I, I a, a, a monument, monumental occasion is happening. I will actually miss my first episode at the end of this month. No, so you, you won't. Ha- yeah. So you'll actually have to come in and be me. That'll be fun. I don't know if I can pull that off. Well, I mean, there's only one Nick. She's going to come in and dominate. <laughs> <laughs> as I should. Yep. Absolutely. As I would. Uh-huh, anyway, thank you for for uh, being patient with us as we uh, obviously go Poor on. Poor Tyler's on one, been so good about this. And then we sit down and he's just like, yeah, we're going to go in like direction Z. Yeah. Yeah. Squirrel. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Indeed. Awesome. So, um, so bringing it back around. So, You've had a lot of really interesting things that have happened in your life, like um, as it relates to you've had a moment that you live life to the fullest. And that's one thing that you've you one thing that you and I had a conversation about earlier as you talked about that life is about experiences, not things. And um, and no, Nick, this isn't an Instagram page. But yes, life is about experiences, not things. That would look really good on a board on a wall. It would. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> next to live, love, and hope, right? <laughs> On a wood board. Live, love, but, and drink. But the fact of the matter is, um, what's interesting about your story is, uh, and, I, and I'm hoping that you are willing to go into it, but there was a pivotal moment in your life that kind of opened your eyes and you decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live life a little bit differently. 
And I think that it's really interesting for those that are listening at home as it relates to how, what changed, what happened to where you were living life, you were driving a certain, a very, uh, a very specific distance. And then all of a sudden you said, you know what, this is something that life had served me a totally different direction. And now I need to live life in a different way. I'd love for you to go in on that. Yeah. I'll back up just a little bit. Um, essentially I, eventually got to the financial means to start to support myself with uh, aviation as a hobby. So I started doing that. And then the, the girls were born. So I have nine-year-old twins, Ellen Madison, and they're staring at me. So um, started flying and having fun back in 2009. And then was just got really deep into being a parent. And that was more important than anything else. And uh, through that process, um, eventually found myself back in the aviation in 2015 and coincidentally, um, my my wife just got uh, really sick one day, and uh, within a week she perished via meningitis. And just overnight, she just got sick, and that was it. And from that point forward, that was a pivotal moment in my life where those experiences really became more important than anything that you can acquire. Um, so I've had some cool cars here and there. I've done some really cool things with my friends, but those experiences are the things that I'm going to remember forever. Um, including, you know, some of these social media sites, um, um, Facebook and Twitter can start to bring together common interests of people that if it's cars or aviation, um, it's funny cause I ping pong between cars and aviation almost every other day. So, um, we have, Pick you know, a side. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to choose because they're so much fun, but they both cost a lot of money. So you have to really choose um, what your what your current flavor is at the moment. So um, ultimately, um, by just being a part of the conversation, saying yes to experiences and opportunities, by being friendly with one another, you obtain some really valuable relationships. And so that's kind of where um, I found myself going on to uh, a group on the uh, Facebook uh, aviation side called Flights Above the Pacific Northwest, and there's a ton of people that are local, and I just had not had the opportunity to own an airplane at that point, so I just was present. And by being social, whether it's cars or aviation, um, it's amazing the affordances you can get from that and opportunities to, like, here I am sitting here talking about some of the things I've experienced. Um, and uh, I've had... I think a pretty, I'm a 3D artist, so um, I've been involved in some really cool projects. And so I've had some opportunities to go travel for work and get in race cars, Porsche Cup cars um, out in Sweden and things like that just by saying yes and uh, being a part of the conversation and, and, and being a good friend because it's, it, you you know, you're only as good as, you know, you have the best friends that you have by being one of them as well. So um, essentially, um Losing my wife was extremely tragic and sudden, and there's a lot of realities that come out of that, both emotionally and, and then financially, just immediately. Like, what do we do here? And one thing that I learned um, is how important a will is. Things like that, all these things regarding estates and these words that sound like you have to be 80 years old to deal with, but suddenly I was, we were 30 years old, and that was my reality, and my daughters were four at that time. So as a product of just being present and doing things, you know, this flights above group in particular, um, I happened to be really interested in aviation in, in all forms. And I was flying Cessnas and all the fun fixed wings, but I always wanted to fly helicopters and eventually got to the point where that happened. And I primarily only flew helicopters for a couple of years and, um, Cost aside, that that's my ideal platform. They're just so much fun. Just to go land in your friend's backyard at a barbecue because you can. We've done that a few times, things like that. Um, and then we, well, the first time the girls ever flew in a helicopter, they were, uh, they were six. And we went out to Ocean Shores and landed on the beach in a helicopter. And uh, that's just what you do. So um, You do it because you can. Yeah. Yeah. Or until the FAA gets yeah. involved. Yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is that... that airstrip is actually an faa strip and so they uh have priority over the cars so um no, J jason and i've got a really yeah. good friend that's into helicopters and he they tried to get him for landing in the evergreen uh, uh college but truthfully he was just hovering he wasn't landing so yeah we understand yeah that. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, 91 one nineteen paragraph d so uh <laughs> <laughs> he, know, he knows exactly the rule book yeah yeah, so, yeah that's okay yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So um, essentially from that, yeah, I met uh, Jen because I knew of her flying helicopters from another friend. And then um, I was at the airport for a completely different reason. And then it was kind of funny meeting her. Like I knew so much about her just from um, the social media stuff and people posting, you know, volunteering information. Um, so th- and then uh, we started flying and then I invited her out to our company, our, uh, our company's 90th uh, anniversary. And pretty much the rest is history. So now we have, I think we're around six cars between the two of us and, um, we, <laughs> we have our, share have the a, hobby with uh, your yeah, loved one. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah. We have, uh, uh, two kind of project cars, um, uh, one's kind of more infinitely a project than the other. So, um, I, I happen to have a background, in a lot of, uh, Mustangs and, and I'm on my fourth one. Oh, that's yeah. right. You live next to Sean. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my idea with that was they're easy to work on. They're affordable and, and you can just get parts like crazy where, um, I was looking my next project road race time attack car, looking at maybe a C5 Corvette because just the accessibility of that as well, um, is pretty high, but the cost of the, the entry level, you know, Mustang, it's really a rental car with performance parts. So you can uh, mod them up to any degree you're willing to pay. So I have a roll cage in there and kind of built it for time attack and haven't gotten that far to actually drive it yet. But uh, ultimately, um, I'm kind of wavering oh. on potentially putting it into a drift configuration because it's so... How long have you guys been doing time attack and things like that? I haven't done it properly, but um, the funny thing is we went out to Oregon Raceway Park last year to go to the Northwest Takeover event out there and talk to some of the time attack. They, they do a dual event with the drifters and the time... They literally ping pong. And there's some cars out there that I saw at Formula Drift, uh, coincidentally, that had some pretty severe arrow on them. So I went to go talk to them about, like, what's the logic between, you know, like, this canard here with the front splitter and how do you correlate that with the rear downforce? Because a lot of people will just put a wing in the rear and then there's nothing up front to balance that. On a front-wheel drive car. Yeah, exactly. And it, I actually saw a Civic out there with a big wing. And All uh, Civics have big yeah, wings. Yeah, massive wang. So basically, yeah. Uh, the, the thing that I learned from that was that no one knows what they're doing, and it's all experimentation. So you have to get out and do it and, and experiment. Take notes. Fail. And expect to fail. And don't expect that you're just going to win from the beginning. So that, you you know, learn your best lessons from some version of failure. And so I've um, been taking my time with my project car, but uh, ultimately um, we have a E36 M3 that we've kind of converted into Rallycross and done some of that out in uh, – Spirit Lakes out near Mount St. Helens. I was under the impression it was more like dirt, but it's more volcanic rock, and that stuff is intense, and it rips up your tires like crazy. And the night before, like literally hours before we got uh, the trailer loaded up to head down there, because we're up in Arlington and driving, you know, four hours in the morning to be there at seven in the morning just wasn't going to happen, especially with two nine-year-olds. So um, the night before, we were getting skid plates installed underneath the car. Literally, it's like 9 o'clock at night, and we had to be down there um, 7 in the morning to start on the track. But we got to the hotel just after midnight, and I was worried about not even having a room available way down near Centralia. But it was really interesting because I haven't had the opportunity to go to Dirtfish yet, but we keep getting there, and it doesn't happen. But um, first time out, we've spent a lot of time in simulators with uh, Dirt Rally 1 and 2 and, and Colin McRae way back in the day and, of course, Forza. And, and I want to touch on that. That's yeah. actually that's actually yeah. a really good transition right there because you had worked for Forza, right? Yeah, I was yeah. on the original car team. Okay. Way Card back. or car team? Car, car, car team, team, yeah. Okay, and what does that what does that entail? Because you, you, you know one of our previous guests, Alan Hartman, yeah. real well. So what did you do for Forza? So I was a 3D car artist. Um, ultimately, uh, Forza was the project code at that point and then they went through a kind of exploratory process to find the project uh, i'm sorry the product name eventually became forza motorsport so um yeah way back when uh i was uh i actually started at microsoft when i was 19 um right out of high school i barely passed high school because i was so invested in learning my trade which is basically 3d art in particular um i'm really kind of more of a technical artist so i'm really in focused on less of uh, the creativeness in, in color theory, but rather the precision, kind of more like a CAD draftsman. So in particular, working with cars and aviation, um, it was perfect. So I, I actually, my first job 
was uh, interface art for sports games upstairs. But every day I'd walk through the Forza studio, taking a peek, admiring what was going on. And, and the very next uh, end of my project, I ended up working on that team. There's only four of us at that time. And so since then, it's grown since um, just a little bit yeah just that studio of Redmond Town Center and you know the reach that that franchise has is 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 great and uh, I worked on Forza through version 3 and then eventually moved on and worked on Need for Speed which felt kind of weird to go to that side it's kind of like the dark side but uh, ultimately I was a vehicle artist on Shift and Shift 2 which is great because it was it was more focused on track driving and, and realism rather than um some of the other Need for Speed games were completely about being arcade and fun, but it's a different audience from Forza. I will say this. <laughs> I'm not much of a gamer, but I, I am really... Really? F- I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm really not. Re- what's your gamer tag? <laughs> what, is that? what does it matter? Ferrari Madness. Oh, it was Lambo Madness. You got that oh, wrong. Oh, sorry. Lambo uh, but Madness. I don't, but I don't I play don't that play much. Games. Stop. I don't. Yeah, yes, you Just, do. I don't. You know you do. I, I don't play that Own much. Own it, love it, be it. I don't <laughs> Yes, and what's your gamer tag name? I, I, prefer, not, I, I, yeah. I prefer not to get uh-huh. into it right okay, now. Okay, great. What I was going to say, I was excited I about. I love Nick. Yep, that's not it. Is that what? That's no. not it. Oh. I love Dan? No, oh. not even close. Dan loves Nick? Beta testing something. <laughs> um, the new flight simulator coming out. Yeah, it looks incredible. It looks absolutely incredible. I mean, and I actually learned to fly a little bit on that, um, which was incredible. But have you, have you, did you ever have a chance to work on that side of that? I just missed my my chances. That studio was closing down. Um, the Aces studio was in the same building, um, which is funny because it's right down the street, the Millennium Campus right <laughs> here. And we're in the Millennium F building, so lovingly known as the MILF building. <laughs> yep. Yep. Working on Microsoft. Yep. So um, <laughs> the, we the actually MILF the, the, the building. Yep. The funny thing is, uh, Bungie was upstairs and they had their own Mom, separate carpet. Mom, I'd like carpet. to fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Jeez. Get it right, Dan. So uh, what, there was some. I was there during the 360 launch, and that was really cool. Meet Steve Bomber, and and he he had a Lincoln Continental came parked in the disabled parking spot. Went backwards through the food line, cro- collected like uh, carrots and celery, did his speech, and then got out of there, and then sped off with this big dent in the side of the door. It was great. So that was my experience with Steve Bomber. Wait, did it show up with a dent in the door? Oh, yeah. That's impressive. What just happened? And, and no, <laughs> I know. I feel like I learned a lot like, just now. Like did he, he parked in the, in the handicap? Yes, yes. Well, that's... The NDA's over. He can talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I'm like, wow. I mean, just be in, in a flash. And, um, the Everybody par- loves yeah. Steve Bomber, so it's, it's fine. So the, the parking was so bad there, there was nothing. And uh, so we had this uh, gravel lot, which is uh, still there. But we used to uh, – that's actually where I learned left foot braking. And my, my Geo Metro eyes I bought is kind of ironic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Here's 60 miles an hour in a gravel lot. We're, we're doing this. So No, you um, had me at Geo Metro. Yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> so I, ha- I had you this. Uh, the, the funny thing with the Metro is um, I had this, this Mustang that was a constant nuisance, and it had um, about 700 crank horsepower, so it was just over six to the wheels. And, and because at that point, um, things break more often. Hopping. It's yeah. almost like dance yeah. video. Well, you know, f- it's funny, that vintage of, of Mustang in that that's era. Geodes. Different. Oh, geo! Okay. Oh, that geode. whole crowd hitting people, cars and coffee thing hasn't happened yet. So um, it was kind of more recently with the, the newer generations of Mustangs being slightly more accessible and having more power. Um, so my Mustang kept breaking, and and I, I mean, let's be honest, I was at the track almost every other weekend um, in a uh, well a bracket racing series, um, and it was super fun because um, a lot of people don't give drag racing enough credit until they actually get in a proper fast drag car it's super fun especially when you're competing um and you had that about that camaraderie of the ford versus chevy i didn't know very many camaro owners until i started hanging out with them and turns out they're people too so um eh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know same with miata owners like i i, I don't know too many of them either so <laughs> the corky romanos of the world yeah, yeah. yeah. So it turns out they're, you know, we have slightly different perspectives on, on horsepower or, or means, and um, but we're all out there for fun. And so I was passing by this dealership in Arlington, and they had this Geo Metro for like $1,500. So, um, you overpaid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I bought it. And then out of kind of more irony than anything, 
Um, and it turns out that, you know, jumping train tracks was fun and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Are you sure you don't know, yeah, Dan? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I, I don't want to talk too much smack on Geometros because that is Dan's ride, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of his thing. No, He's I'm at the jumping that. railroad track. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, there's one specific track in Marysville that you just hit, you know, the right angle, and it's pretty fun. You know, hold my beer, watch this type of stuff. So um, ultimately um, – I I I ragged on this an orange geometric yeah, with O yeah. one on the side of yeah. the door. Yeah, it was green. My mom called it the pickle. So, um, I yeah, so many so somehow many, your children are here. I'm gonna keep it to myself. I know. <laughs> I fell in love with that thing. We ended up going camping um, a couple you times. Camped in your geometro. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> That's called yes. homelessness. <laughs> yes. Just yeah, so I know. If there's I know. one thing that geometros well, are so known funny. for, it's the amount of space they have yeah. for camping. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> totally well, right. And their off-road well, capability. But, yeah, okay, sure. So, right. So we're, we're hanging out with Larry Wynn has that uh, Barracuda out there, and uh, he he's like, dude, you got to get a new car. Because <laughs> we're up to – where was that? Um, it's Eastern Washington by Soap Lake, and uh, it, was, it was a great weekend. But I also – I think the Speedo goes up to about 85, and we kind of uh, got that be vertical straight up and down, and it should be around allegedly 110 – um, on Highway 2 in a Geo Metro with a uh, cooler in the back and, you know, not GPS verified. You went 110 so in a Geo Metro? Uh, according to the, 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 cliff? According <laughs> the, the deflection of the needle, at least. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, you uh, went yeah. past where? Okay, I yeah. see. Yeah, okay. yeah. So th- that's the best guesstimate, but that was not sketchy at all. Huh. Yeah, was that thing just shaking I think, apart? I think, I think 155 tires in all seasons, maybe, and... Actually, I was surprised how much abuse I gave that car. It it was my most reliable. And how are you uh, not this is dead. why Dan loves yeah. Geo Metros. Yeah. He won't no. he won't let it go. You know why Dan loves Geo. He, he has a web page even. Yeah. I love geos.dan.org. It's a non for profit. <laughs> no kind of the, a big deal. The org is not for non for profit. Oh, got it. <laughs> I, my theory is that uh, the aerodynamics. Well, Tyler of the, yeah. just keeps talking. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm he ignoring just, this. Yeah, exactly. like, he's like, these two are clearly yeah, exactly, bad. Exactly. Yeah. What you don't see here is the glass full of whiskey. I know. Um, that's not his fault, actually. Yeah. That's <laughs> not. I don't know where that. I think that's apple juice. You know. Yeah. What he, you know why he did that to you? He's trying to get rid of that whiskey. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you notice how much I've touched it. No, I got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We can hear it. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So you went from Geo Metro. I mean, what uh, in your daily right now is the is the Tesla, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I got the Tesla. One of my favorite cars I had was the Pontiac G8 GXP, and allegedly I was in the, one of the first people in the area. Uh, like literally, I was waiting for it, and uh, I saw one pop up in the dealership, and I I was there the next day and and got it and uh, loved it. So you it. got a super deal then? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that Somebody whole MSRP. Yeah, yeah. 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 So They're powerful um, cars. Yeah, uh, tracked that a few times and even brought the twins home in it. So I have that connection to it. That, oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it was a great family car. Um, it's a big car, and that's I think what made it so trackable was the long wheelbase. Um, you definitely drifted around Pacific, you know, not drift drift, but um, um, versus some of the, the the smaller cars I've had with shorter wheelbases, you're definitely on point. Like. Um, somehow I ended up in Sweden when I was working on need for speed as a kind of a, a bonus, I guess, for finishing that product. We, they flew us out to London to meet all of my coworkers who I've worked with for almost three years and I've never met yet. Um, and then we all got on an airplane. There's about 40 of us went out to, uh, Mantorp park in Sweden and we got to go in uh, GT three cup cars. And then, uh, and then we got the keys to the, these Janettas, um, which are kind of like, European Miatas and they're they're very much uh, it was race prepped and all that and uh, suddenly well my wife was pregnant at that time and I didn't know that we were having twins and she called me uh, every night stop spending so much money yeah Um, hey I have something to tell you and like cool I'm out here you know racing cars and then I had no idea that we're having twins later but um, that was my first time on such a short wheelbase car on slicks on cold tire temperatures on a on a green track and we're out warming up the cars and uh got a little too hot to a corner and ended up passing someone backwards about 70 miles an hour oh my god <laughs> that happened that's amazing <laughs> and and the, the thing that i learned um from jay leno of all people was look um 
outside where you want to go and your na- your hands basically naturally start to steer that way and he he spun a it was a Porsche Talladega yeah very high speed was it two, GT, 200 yeah. miles an hour yep. and from that I actually remembered that YouTube clip in my mind as I'm going backwards in Sweden very quickly <laughs> yeah that's much better than thinking about your children yeah. or your life yeah, future, yeah, or yeah. your eyes or anything so, yeah. so Ooh, Jane all, this, all this all this happens and then I eventually get back and I'm excited to see her and the dog's going nuts. I haven't seen her in like a couple of weeks. And then um, then she hands me this ultrasound, which is actually really, it's a crazy moment, but it said A and B. And like, you know, we got like, you know, a left arm and a right arm. What, what is this? And like, we're having twins. Like, were you kidding? So that was an unexpected moment. And then um, through all that, um, here we are. So I've, I've had some, some really fun track days and uh, had, a fun car recently was a Focus ST. Those are little rockets for front-wheel drive. And then now the RS is out. They're, those things are missiles out on the autocross course. But the Tesla, um, it's been super fun. Um, just kind of like point and shoot. You know, the, the one pedal driving around town applies pretty much on the track, too. You hardly ever use the brake pedal. Is so it a three? Yeah, the three performance. Okay. So all-wheel drive. There's dual motors. And the weird thing is that they're actually open diffs. So um, they use electronics to uh, use torque vectoring essentially and uh you really point and shoot in an almost literal sense and uh the 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 downside to that car they have low center of gravity but they're 4100 pounds before you get in it and so they they load the performance cars up with the summer um michelins i think a pilot sports um so they're pretty competent tires but you know around here with uh seattle unpredictable weather especially when it gets below 40 degrees fahrenheit i was worried about that so i put all seasons on recently and then went to the track and actually did pretty well. I was surprised. I have a really funny video of four it's a good of us. Reason, a good way to get new all seasons. Yeah. Take them to the track. Yeah. 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 Uh, with four people in the car and had a great time um, just scooting around. And, and the, the to- instant torque of the electric cars is, mm-hmm. is pretty uh, addicting. And mm-hmm. the thing that you can talk about that car all day, but you really have to drive one to experience how it feels. It's it's unique. Yeah. No, that's one thing I love about it as well is, is that it's all torque. Yep, right out of the gate. Yeah, so I've never driven one. I, I, I mean, I've, dri- I've driven the, like uh, Kevin's, uh, the bigger one, the S, but I've never driven one of the performance like the threes. Have you driven one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Look at me, like I, I'm shocked that you have it. You're that's a man I, of the world. That's, that's why I'm pr- tripped no. out on you right well, now. Well, I mean, they were really hard to get when you first, you know, when they were out and. They won't. They're they're, so they're, you know fun. that issue. They won't let me into the Tesla dealership yeah. for obvious oh, reasons. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's picture that's on the don't entryway. put that. Don't plug that in yeah. there, sir. Yeah. Right. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Electric personality. You know that went. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so the crazy thing with the Tesla is everything's electronic, right? But this, the past week they just arbitrarily added five percent more power to all the cars. So that's pretty. Isn't cool. that funny how that how fast that which, works? Which makes you wonder how much power do they have already yeah. that they're like right. We'll give them five, but right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Do we have an angry customer base? Five percent. Five percent and a Whoopi Cushion app. Yeah. <laughs> so the Whoopi Cushion mode and that that brand not taking themselves too seriously and Elon Musk being a character in himself, um, a lot of the features that have come onto these cars have been Twitter requests, and it's funny how responsive he is with some of those. And and one of them is called Joe mode, and the chimes were too loud, and Joe thought that, so he contacted Elon on Twitter, and they put a Joe mode in to kind of almost mute the chimes so his baby wouldn't wake up. Um, and then, um, so they have this whoopee cushion mode, which has been long established, but um, recently they said they're going to put, uh, basically you can fart uh, honks or goat sound honks um, just as a customizable Great. attribute. So we'll be hearing goat honks all over town and Bellevue. Elon putting and all those dog I have yet to hear any of those. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. they haven't released it yet, but that's the one feature my girls keep asking. Like, when can we honk like a goat? Like, what? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I think any child asks their parents that. I mean, yeah. that's just a normal growing up. But what's funny about the whole thing is we're all kids inside, so we actually think this is pretty awesome. Like, no, I, I really nobody's one pushing of those, back on this. One of those from the boring company, the uh, fire, uh, what are they, yeah. the, the flamethrowers? Oh, yeah. not, I think I'm it's sorry, not, not, just, not a ju- flamethrower. Yeah, not a flamethrower. They, they were just roofing tile yeah. <laughs> things wrapped in plastic. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, yes, if I had a Tesla, I would, you know I would have the fart mm. mode on. Probably not the Joe mode. Yeah. What if you're in Joe mode? Is the fart silent? Probably. 
Oh, okay. But deadly. <laughs> that, it, yep. That, well, that's the name of my car, coincidentally. Silent but deadly. Complete, complete, <laughs> deadly. complete, completely original. There you go. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> oh wow. Huh, okay. It's amazing. Well, that's the way good. All right, we're going we're to take one more uh, quick break for uh, sponsorship. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Uh, just continuing our conversation. Um, I mean, one of the main reasons we're here is because of one of our sponsors is is Avance. So you've been a, an Avance member for quite a while. Yeah, correct? Uh, apparently. Speaking you, of Facebook you, groups yeah, or Advance yeah. or whatever they call it, I don't know. Avance, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Avance. Yeah, Avance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that better. That's right. Avance, yeah. Um, I, we were just talking on the break about, um, you know, some of these groups and, uh, Avance is up and coming and really excited for like the growth that's come out of that, um, so quickly and it's so new and it, it has so much going on so quickly. Um, I'm really happy for it because it, it's found me rekindling some friendships I've, I've lost over time getting involved with aviation, um, finding my car friends again and going out and railing on those cars either on the street or on the track and recently went on a big cruise with a bunch of Porsche drivers and some Avance members and uh, it, that was not a timid group. That was a lot of fun. We went allegedly um, pretty quick. So as a result, my windshield got a little bit smashed up from the, the rocks at, at speed, but it was pretty fun um, to go use your car rather than go park in a parking lot and look at them. We were out there um, using them. So that was fun. That's And that's one of the great things. That's one of the reasons we, Adam and, and Dan and I kind of collaborated with uh, Rain City Supercars and Avances. The car community is that it has created, and you're right, it has grown immensely. I mean, and, and the events that he puts on and, and the real, like not only just the, the, the driving science, but the, the tech sessions and yes. the private tours and things like that. So, I mean, A little bit for everyone, and especially those tech sessions um, and the kind of more private events, I think, are really, um, it's a very... Um, humble group and because um, a lot of the car forums in, way back in the day were just ridiculous and and uh, the, the Vance is very respectable set of like-minded folks that is um, I think very um, humbling to be a part of and I'm, I'm, I feel better for it because I learn a lot from some of the uh, things that are going on meeting a lot of people that I wouldn't necessarily have met before and uh, so I, I'm very appreciative for that. All right. Well, speaking of that, and you giving me a lead on lead in that I didn't know I was going to have, uh, Avance is doing the free private screening of the Ford versus Ferrari movie the night it comes out on the 14th. Um, and if you're an Avance member, like I said, it's free. They're, they're, they've partnered up with, I believe, it's Griot's and Right Away Tire, and a few other people. So that'll be a lot of fun. You got to be an Avance member, like we always say. That's that's the benefit of you know paying the very small price that Adam asked to feed his children. So other than that, well, yeah. that it pays for itself before you even use it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah the, the tires and everything. things. And if you're involved in any version of car maintenance or motorsport, it definitely pays for itself. And the Suzuki. list just keeps growing and growing and growing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so as, as a car guy, and, and obviously you have a ton of project cars, what's the ultimate project car? I mean, you, you know, it sounds like you'd really love to have your own private race car, but what, what's... Yeah. I, ever since I rode in that GT3 Cup car, uh, something <laughs> of the... the Way to set the bar low. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd like Anything to build a... Sure you don't yes. want an F1? Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That that changed just uh, a lot of... I, I have had a lot of time in drag racing cars at that point, and it completely laser-focused to uh, basically lapping days or road racing, any form of that. And uh, so I've since not been to the drag strip in about 10 years. And it was a lot of fun, but, um, you know, as far as if, if I had unlimited budget, that's the type of car, like GT3 cars in particular, that class of racing. Um, you know, the, the GT3 Cup uh, cars are, you know, they have their own class and whatnot. That, that would be my ideal place to be. They're modestly fast and, uh, you know, staring at an F1 over here, which is incredible. Um, uh, you know, the open wheel racing is another level, but I, the GT3 type of uh, 
racing, I think, is where my mind is. I think, Jason, I can help you in the fact that, I mean, you just keep doing the Avanti, Avance driving events. Mm-hmm. and what, you, you, you go ahead at a time, do your lap. We'll send Amanda. She'll be late. Don't worry. And then you yeah. can just use her car. It'll yeah. be a lot easier. So, yeah, yeah I mean. Win-win yeah. for yeah. all of win, us. Win-win, you know. Yeah, she couldn't. That. She couldn't make uh, the last drive we had, and I said, "Well, we can we can swap cars for the weekend." And I didn't get a response. So yeah, she does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'll only when, oh, it's only it. when she needs something from oh, yeah. you did you hear back. Oh, it's yeah. just no. <laughs> so, well, that's. I mean, it's it's you know the the to get back on after the joke. I mean, the cars here at Drivers Club are incredible. Like yeah. I said, we're gonna go down and see them. I, I didn't realize you hadn't been down there yet. Yeah. So we we'll take advantage of that. But I mean, it's kind of such a, a wide range, you know. It's a great Porsche parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a Porsche or you can have a Porsche. Yeah. Or if you really want, you can have a Porsche. So. Yes, we had a, a 911-86. Uh, it was in our fleet at one point, and then our neighbor two houses down bought it. And, I again, Avance, I posted a video of him backing out and then skipping one house and driving in his driveway. And, uh, you should know it's being well taken care yeah. of, and you can see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, we, we can it. hear it fire up, and, you know, the, that uh, generation of – Porsche is very unique with their sound and and um, particularly driving uphill in second gear on this specific hill. Just the growl that came out of it was invigorating. So I think that happens so much, especially in this car community. The fact that when you sell a vehicle, you're not really selling the car as much as interviewing the guy you're giving it to, like yeah. making sure that it's going mm-hmm. to a good home and making sure that they will be. The funny thing about finding our eventual buyer, which was our neighbor, is we had it on. Um, uh, some websites and uh, here and there and, you know, paying to try to find the right buyer. And in the way that that vintage of, of Porsche it was difficult to find a buyer because of, it was in really good care and condition, but the age of it and the price of it had doubled in appreciation from when Jen actually bought it. So it got to the point where we're kind of a little bit nervous to drive it because rock chips happen and all these other things. Um, but um, we, I don't know, it was six months to close to a year that was up for sale and we kept it at her parents house because we didn't have room in the garage and um it's a good problem to yeah have. so okay. we you understand it, that jason we brought it yes. brought it home one day and then it was sitting out there and and rory said uh i thought she sold it and I'm like no it's still for sale and well i want to buy it and then i think the next day they pretty much geez rory out. why yeah. couldn't you have told yeah. us that i don't know six months yeah, to yeah, a year ago exactly <laughs> yeah we spent all that you know time not doing anything with the car and you know he could have been driving it during the summer so near uh you know beginning of fall or something he got it but um yeah it's it's fun to see him take care of it and speaking of rwb he's on uh he's wanting to get on that list and i'm understanding that that time is running out so it's a long list yeah it's hard to get on to and there's a i mean long list and no time yeah yeah. So we, we saw Bong's um, RWB on a, on a trip uh, a couple weeks ago on that Porsche drive. And um, that's the first one I've seen in person. And it was awesome. And uh, and Rory, I told him, you got to come down here because he's, again, um, uh, running a little bit behind and uh, shows up. And then we ended up um, driving with, it was close to 40 cars. And it was funny because we initially started out with like we'll have the fast group and then the kind of slow group and then eventually morphed into everyone's going fast and <laughs> that's usually how it goes yeah we tried that on on the Seamount rally we did it. we split up uh, to try to do a, a section and ended up all grouped up well technically Jason and I you know caliped each other because somebody was driving too slow in front of us yeah. I don't know who that was I don't know well she was running late so oh, it's fine was she but I don't want to say her name was she driving a Porsche I'm sure she was that's weird she was driving slow and her mom if was only in the she car. was driving something faster than a GT3 RS yeah we, so anyway. on that trip we're pleasantly surprised Sean was in the lead at this point on the second leg of the trip and we we're passing this unknowing Honda Civic it's like a 98 and uh, so, you know, these Vipers are 500 horsepower and, and we have um, a bunch of other really fast cars. And uh, so we're just going to easily make this pass on this 1998 Civic. And we start to, and then he is, we're not passing him. <laughs> and this persisted for a great length of time where he was keeping up with us. So suddenly we had the Civic in, in our, our group and he was faster than some of the cars in the group and that was surprising how did that feel sean so what i'm hearing is sean's viper got beat by a civic <laughs> that's what i heard too <laughs> yeah. oh poor sean group hug for sean yeah that's okay don't worry we'll tell you in your good ear sean <laughs> <laughs> we're not nice to him 
Tyler, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your stories with us. And, you know, obviously people will now know who you are when you I – mean, just because of Jason and I, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just well, I got to tell you, Tyler, I mean, one of the things that really fascinates me and inspires me about your story is the fact that, um, you know, life is all about the randomness that can get thrown at you without any expectation. You, you, you plan for the future. You plan for your life. And you live your life accordingly. And then all of a sudden something happens. And, uh, and I call those stop points and those stop points in your life to where you have to make a decision on how you want to live the rest of your life. And one of the things that really fascinates me about your story is the fact that you had this significant tragedy happen within your life. And, um, and while some people may have looked at that as an opportunity to crater, you looked at that as an opportunity to start really living life and living in the now and the moment. And you've got, um, a, amazing opportunities. I mean, one of the things that we I've been listening to this entire time is you have so many stories and so many things that that really started to kick up after the tragedy the tragedy in your life. And I think that that's really fascinating because if if uh, if there was a message for those that are listening, the message is that you know, there's a lot of things that can happen in your life and you can turn that into a positive or you can just let that define the rest of your life. And one of the things that really fascinates me about your story is the fact that you just said, you know what, I'm going to live. I'm going to do different things. I'm going to live in the now. I'm going to live in the moment. I'm going to embrace every opportunity that I have in front of me and I'm going to make the best of it. And I think that's really something that's super inspiring to a lot of people that have lived through very challenging things in their life. And I, and I commend you on that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much. And you're putting on a great example for your daughters, who, by the yeah. way, are wonderful children. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I'm very pleased with uh, their behavior. Yeah. Um, they've had opportunities to, you know, be in, exposed to really crazy things with aviation and cars, and they're right there with us, and, and they hardly complain on any of it. So mm-hmm. I feel lucky that way. Well, yeah. Thank I'm, you, girls. I'm yeah. pleased with Nick's behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, He's wearing pants. I haven't peed on anything in days. The fact that you even have clothes on yeah. right now is what's yeah. blowing me away. Before we started, there was some comment There's about some doing this without clothes. I don't clothes. want you talking about yeah. yeah, that. Tyler, why would you even bring I, that up? Yeah. Every so time weird. we yeah. do a podcast. What stays in driver's clothes? Nick yeah. is naked. It's just weird. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Naked. All clothed. Naked. I mean, just the Nick. shoes. It's good, man. Cole, I, want, I have to be comfortable while naked. Right. right? Assless well, chaps. Gotta be, you well, wow. <laughs> um, that took a different turn. Um, okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up with that. Tyler, thank you so much for coming in. I, yeah, I don't really know how else yeah. to wrap that up. So, uh, For Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I am not Dan. I'm Jason. And, you know, if you're going there, you know, oh, take no. your time. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> well, I don't remember Do what it was. If you're not going there, just sometimes show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever you're going there, show up. Yeah. This is where we miss Dan. As soon as he gets out of rehab, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a lot better for all of <laughs> yeah. us. So did Amy Winehouse. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. oh, too soon. No, it's not too soon. It is too soon. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Have a good time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys.